Gummy Chaser for everybody here. I got this. This was a two for two dollar gummy snacks deal at 7-Eleven. It's called Tropical Fruity Flames. Sweet with a little heat. Tropical Fruity Flames? Tropical Fruity Flames is the name of it. Sweet, Sweet with a little heat is the tagline. You got to try one of these. Damn good 7-Eleven gummies. They got the best gummies. Uh, we got yellow, red, and orange. Which one you want? 7-Eleven corner of the market on gummy game? Yeah, they I'll got give you a I didn't even know they had their own brand Thank of you. snacks and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, they got all kinds of stuff. I wasn't aware. We got chips and all. Try it. They're actually like a little spicy. I was highly unaware. It's an interesting concept. Oh, that's like a, um, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's weird. I like it though. It's weird because some of them are spicy and some of them aren't. Like the one I just had wasn't spicy, mm-hmm. but I've had ones that are like pretty spicy. The one I have right now is a little spicy. It's like in between. It's not crazy, but I definitely feel And it's it. not determined by the color. It's just kind of random. Oh, yeah, I would assume not. Like somebody's just in the yellow. factory just like pouring the spices down. Some of it hits, like some of it doesn't. Put, yeah, it's just having a giant spoon spinning it around. That's what's up. Spicy. You guys got spicy? Yeah, you look disgusted by how spicy it was. <laughs> just not expecting that. <laughs> oh, that one was a spicy. I got a spicy right there. Yeah. That's good, though. I mess with that. Whatever it is. spicy candy. Spicy candy? It's That's weird. a common thing in like um, Spanish corner stores and stuff. Uh, you know, like juicy drop pops. Mm. I forget what they're called exactly, but um, a lot of Spanish stores have this one where the mascot is a little duck boy, like it's a little white duck <laughs> boy, like with a jersey and a hat on. I hate little white ducks. Little white duck boys. You know, like Donald. Nah. Nah. Howard the duck. That's a little white duck boy. Only nah. duck I respect is Daffy. His dumb ass. He's black. Nah, he's just dumb. <laughs> he's black though. He's a he's a black duck. Mm. There you go. Symbolism deep down. Um, that's fucked up. He's a what? Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> I forgot I was gonna say now. <laughs> um, Anyways, volcanic good, fruity flavors. I'm not Volcanic fruity flavors. It's hit or miss. Flavors. It's hit or miss. Yeah, mine's just hit. I thought it's a hit for it. me. I liked it pretty good. Tell me this movie. Huh? Oh no, the gummies. Oh yeah, the movie. The movie. Welcome to the bargaining boys. I'm Ray. <laughs> I'm Brandon. <laughs> I'm John. I forgot we were reviewing a movie. Today we're reviewing 7-Eleven gummy candies. <laughs> now today was, um, oh, I'm going to grab the DVD after I intro it, but today was uh, Warriors of the Wasteland, starring Fred Williamson of Black Cobra 3. three? This is one we watched, mm-hmm. right? Black Cobra 3. And uh, I let Brandon pick, and he was like, let's do that. Let's do that Bob Malone flick. I'm going to go ra- grab the box so I can read the back, but... Um, while I do that, you guys could just talk about your what you expected from the movie, first impressions, or anything like that. Uh, I mean, Warriors of the Waste of Time, I think, is... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Warriors. Hot takes on Warriors of the Wasteland. You know, I think it can be best summed up as Mad Mark Beyond Thunderhead. <laughs> That's what they were going for. Beyond Thunderhead. Hold up, in a post-apocalyptic future, the Templars... The remnants of a radical, wayward cult roam the ruins of the world, killing anyone that dares cross their path. And raping. They don't they don't say that on the back cover, but they definitely... They don't really say it in the movie, either. Just, <laughs> there's just one of the people on the crew which is like, you know what? The world. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'll play that clip in a second. Caravans and mercenaries are terrified of the cult, banding together simply to survive or make it one more day of, in squalor and iniquity. But the Templars attack the wrong caravan, and Scorpion and Nadir... Our two fearless vigilantes make it their mission to stop the cult by any means necessary. 
So Scorpion is our main character. I don't know that dude's name, but Nadir is Bob Malone. Bless you, Brandon. That's that spicy gummy got to his nose. Mm-hmm. You can't be doing that no more, bro. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we have Fred Williamson back uh, re- recurring in our... We got to do another Fred Williamson one soon. We got to just have a Fred Fridays. Which we got a few previews of some upcoming Fred Williamson's clips. So, oh, the, yeah, the DVD had a weird It section. had an amazing menu. Yeah, it was like a, a really... I'm going to put like a, a clip up of the main menu on our Instagram so that people can see it. If you can't hear it, that insane Tommy gun sound is Brandon blowing his nose in the bathroom. It's the loudest, <laughs> scariest noise I've heard in a really long time. Uh, yeah, well, one more time for y'all. That's actually the uh, gun sounds in this movie as well. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, the, the DVD box menu has a section of it that just says previews. And when you click on it, um, it just has in a, a tiny screen. Yeah, it's tiny screen in the corner. It does not take up the main screen. The main screen is taken up by some weird background that they created in like it shows you After Effects. Yeah, it shows you five second clips of some other movies the studio has made. Namely, we have Death Machines, Guy with Secret Kung Fu. The Guy with Secret Kung Fu we have to definitely watch. The Impossible Kid, <laughs> Mean Johnny Barrows, starring Fred Williamson, I assume as Mean Johnny Barrows. He's gotta be Mean Johnny Barrows. He's gotta be. We'll have to yeah. hit that up. And Sister Street Fighter. Sister Street Fighter looked promising. That's when she did that like backflip kick. I was like, yeah, we're watching Sister Street Fighter. Uh, yeah, but the the menu is like the most weird, like crop together like TV production thing I've ever seen. And uh, the scene selection breaks it down to six parts, and it's an hour and a half movie. So like they they just like took several chunks of the movie and just grouped it together like how did that work yeah and like every time i tried to click one of the scene selection things it took it out like the most like the worst parts of the movie like <laughs> i went to like number five rape scene number <laughs> other rape scene <laughs> can't just be thrown into this there's a few couple there's a couple rape scenes well this movie is definitely based in 2019 oh yeah we didn't mention that so <laughs> so the movie was made in 1983 but it's set in 2019 also this is another italian film Yes. Like Black Clover 3. Yes, directed by Enzo Castellari. They absolutely knew it would be raping and pillaging <laughs> in uh, 2019. Well, there's a couple of things they predict. He it, says he says something about, like, we need to cancel these boys out here. Like, yeah, they talk about can- cancel, <laughs> they culture, cancel culture. Uh, with your boy uh, Bryson Tiller. Um, what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> Bryson Tiller's leading cancel culture. Yeah. Scorpion's based on Bryson Tiller. That's what they That's said. That's the character of the game is. Um, uh, well, there was something else that they mentioned too. What was it that you brought up? R. Kelly. Like, oh, these boys, they don't bring up R. Kelly. R. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> made an original song for this film. Yeah. They said something about uh, the I wasteland forget. is the is R. Kelly's wasteland. What did he say? I forgot what it was. You, you got it. You got the recording about R. Kelly. No. Dang. Dog. No. The uh, the world is dead. Oh yeah, yeah. I do have I have a couple of recordings here. I'll play that one about the world is dead. Yeah, we get um. So one is the leader of the Templars. His name is one. They let you know that several times. Yeah, bro's like one doll. <laughs> and uh, that he's basically just like saying like, you know, the world ended in a nuclear holocaust, and he's saying he's giving us some insight on how the world ended for us. King of the desert. The world is dead. It raped itself. <laughs> That's where, that's where you were saying R. Kelly. 
Because oh. the world raped itself. Is that what you're thinking? Nah, it's all. I mean, they it's got all they got 2019 down pat, but well, yeah, it starts off with the shaky camera. That's the box again. quote. Warriors of Wasteland. It's all R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> what? The text pops up 2019 AD. Nuclear Holocaust is over. Mm-hmm. Which they say that one dude has a line. This, it's not not that I have any like historical references to go by, but I feel like when the apocalypse happens, people aren't gonna be like things have been real bad since the apocalypse happened. No, who's <laughs> gonna refer it to as the apocalypse? Like they they say that the one lady in the beginning. Oh, I, I have that scene too where they're trying to let you know like how bad it's been. Ain't nobody in the apocalypse talking about the apocalypse. <laughs> oh God! If only everything could go back the way it was. <laughs> leading up to that whole scene it's just like things have been so bad since the world ended <laughs> this is the weirdest right, why do, but yeah why we open it? up with like a laser techno synth type soundtrack which mm-hmm. continues the whole time it's a great soundtrack no the soundtrack's good yeah. I miss the soundtrack it's like uh, Blade Runner if Blade Runner was a porn that's like what the soundtrack is. yes yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, they, they throw us into um, just the Templars, like, messing around and being crazy, right? Well, we, we have the village, remember? It starts off with the village. Pulls up on an innocent You show the post-apocalyptic of... village. <laughs> They're all in, like, Burning Man costumes. It really just looks like Burning Man 2019. Burning Man 2019 is another thing they predicted, right? Burning Man 2019. They're just out there at Coachella. <laughs> Bunch of crazy white people with rags on. And... Just dropping E, listening to Childish Gambino. And, uh, Doing acid. And the Templars run up on them. One guy's just got lab goggles on. <laughs> just very regular. He had them like, left, left over from like freshman yeah, bio. Just like, yeah, very regular like high school science class goggles that are just like nice and clean. Like They were like handing out goggles to everybody and he just got the short straw. He's like, better go to Walmart. I need to hold on to some of these <laughs> to set my junk up. Um, yeah, they. I mean, what, they're, they're just like... They're they're setting it up that there's regular. A, we yeah. had that old lady like if only everything could go back. To yes, that was the one that I was so you know that <laughs> yes there was an apocalypse, and then that's when Jersey Shore comes in on the attack. We have a bunch of the Templars are yeah the Templars are crazy looking Italian guys with crazy hair. So the whole thing is a Mad Max ripoff. This movie came out two years after the Road Warrior, and where Mad Max tries to do like the steampunk like rocker. Futuristic apoc- like apocalypse stuff, they go even harder and they're like, no, dude with a super mohawk. Like, they just look like the Motley crew. It's ridiculous. Even uh, one, like the main guy, just looks like a weird, like, black and blonde bleach David Arquette. They're not kissed, they're groped. <laughs> That's great. They grab him by the Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let me give y'all a little uh, backstory on the Templars. So these boys been out here running things <laughs> for about <laughs> for about for about at least nine hundred years. Uh according to Assassin's Creed, what was like eleven hundred was the first one? Something like that. Well Assassin's Creed original or whatever it was called. It's called Assassin's Creed, I think. Assassin no no nah, Origins, the newer one. Oh the newer um Origins? Yeah, Origins I think. It, when is it set? Or the Egyptian one? Yeah. Um, is it set in BC? Yeah, it's definitely set BC. Alright, so like the Templars been out here running shit for thousands. I'm the worst guy to ask about any year. All right, so if you yeah. try to give me the year that like Hitler was popping, I can't even give that to you. It's like 30... Like the 30s? 30s to the 45. 30s to the 45s. So I'll take your word for it. Yeah. I could name wars, but I can't give you no years. It's all good. Yeah. So, Templars been out here fighting this war on uh, humanity forever. 
uh, stealing pieces of Eden <laughs> and um, killing uh, assassins. And here they are now with Fred Williamson. That's a little background for you. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Williamson coming around trying to get that piece of Eden. He's like, yo, this world is a waste. <laughs> and I'm a warrior. <laughs> I got and I'm a waste man. How many how many warriors do we got in this wasteland? <laughs> uh yeah, no, so um Scorpion is the is the film's main protagonist. Who's we're not we're not a scorpion at that. Are we not a scorpion? No, they're yet? all the villagers. They're like the Templars are coming. We have the Jersey Shore attack. They're like circling point blank with their cardboard. Oh, that's right. They have so, like a bunch of dune buggies or just normal cars with just like stuff glued on. Also, them. saying it's a village, I feel like is a bit much because it's a, like it's like some cars and some RVs parked in a circle to create like a little campsite. And there's like a couple of people with like tents and fires going. And then on their little doom buggies that is just like cars with like plastic. You know what they did? Pa- you know what they pieces. did? They just wherever the actors had all their trailers at. They just they just like one one morning just like the production crew just came up and started just taping and gluing stuff everywhere, <laughs> just like banging nails and <laughs> like we're making this. It set. looks so especially like when he does that jump off and the car lands like the entire case of the car you could see. Like, well, yeah, that was added circling an hour point blank and they're like filming. like ready get your guns but they're already like. <clears throat> In arms yeah. length away, but yeah, they just do all these unnecessary stunts, just like trying to evil Knievel it. I'm trying to remember. There's some. There's so many parts of this movie that like I watched the whole movie and I don't even remember certain things were happening. Is this That's one? That's what it's like in the wasteland. <laughs> yeah, the, the days blend together. It's the heat. This one definitely. That's what it me. is in this uh, in this desert wasteland that also has roads and green fields. <laughs> so they're they're like basically. Uh, oh, this is where um, is it is it one or is it um. Uh, Who's the uh, the Mohawk guy? What's his name? Do you remember it all? There's one. There I don't remember. I know one. One in the blonde hair guy is his second in command. Anyway, the Mohawk guy has. This is the first time where he tries to use his um, helicopter propeller thing mm-hmm. that like sits out the side of his car. So he has this thing that looks like like a rather than a propeller more like the pinwheel on the top of like those weird rainbow hats that people yeah it starts off like not that violent when people get killed they just like jump there's not even any yeah yeah like yeah it's like power rangers like an explosion under their feet and they jump up but as the movie goes on and everybody's guns are just like they're like normal guns but they make laser laser sounds. sounds yeah they're literally just like pew pew guns and, uh, it's like the slide transitions in PowerPoint when you click like the laser one. It's like, <laughs> yeah, Pew. it's really weird noise. Every also the car, the noises of their cars. That's just, what it was. They just had the bikes up. Somebody yeah. had like PowerPoint out. They're well, I guess like, they didn't have laptops back then, but just like a big desktop, and they're just like hit the slide transition. But yeah, they're just like pressing the press 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 all out. buttons at once. It'll make a noise. You're just like, ah, I got it, I got it, I got it. Um, it froze again. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, the propeller thing, it, as as he was saying, like little by little, the the killing gets a little bit more gruesome. Um, but they a lot of their like killing effects are like practical effects, which are like simultaneously awesome and hilarious. But uh, the Mohawk guy has a propeller that he sticks out the side of his like doom buggy, and it like sits out spinning, and he drives up next to this dude and like decapitates him. Which like I, we have to put a clip of that. Yeah, he did us, like... It's the craziest looking thing. Like, it's just, like, the body goes from a human to, like, a doll dropping to its knees and falling over. And then it does the twitching thing. Well, yeah. Of... Yeah, he's, like, twitching. But you can clearly see he's just bent his head forward and they're filming it from the back. Yeah. He's moving his legs. But, I mean, the implication is... It's pretty dark still. 
Uh, also, the Templars are just wearing what you described as old space balls. Yeah, looks like the movie Spaceballs. They're in yeah. like stormtroopers' costumes, but it's worse. so weird. It's like silly. A lot of these costumes, I'm like, there's no way that you thought. Like silly, they're completely ridiculous. That, like, but that's guys, what I'm saying. Like a lot of the costumes, like I can't. No imagine. budget. They just boy. have like lampshades glued to their shoulders. You gotta do what you gotta but, do. But like legitimately, that like, one guy's just got like a cutout of like a, just his belly button. It's so weird. Get a little ventilation, I guess. The stuff is so weird. Uh, they just like found things at like craft stores, and they're like this. out in the desert. There was a yeah, where they were maybe filming. this can be an, a shoulder. You can't pad. not resourcefulness. I mean, if I made this movie, I would be proud of it. So right. I'll look at it that way. But the costume game is, is. You know they had to give all their money to Fred Williamson for that two scenes. <laughs> was Fred Williamson popping in '83? My bad. He might uh, have not been been. Uh, you know. I mean, this was after Black Cobra Three. No, this is it, before, right? I, well, this I, is 93? I think it was between 2 oh, and 3, right? 83? It was between 2 and 3. Yeah, I mean, but he two, was already Fred, 2 was yeah. a hit. I mean... He was already Fred. He was already walking in the boardroom. Every like, water cooler in America. Y'all want the Black Cobra, you gotta drop <laughs> this amount and just write a little number on a sheet of paper and slide it over to them. Uh, yeah, they needed to spend more money on it, pretty much everything. But um, the practical effects were cool, though, like on a lot of the stuff. Like, we'll get to it later when um, Fred Williamson's character does come up, but, like, some of the kill scenes that he has, they're pretty nuts looking. Like, the exploding arrows and stuff. Like, a lot of the practical effects I can't even hate on. Like, I thought they were pretty good. What happens after that? How do they introduce us to So, they they kill everybody in the village. Uh Uh-huh. And then he's going through the main bad guy, one and whatever. One's the guy with the... uh, One's the guy that looks like... like, Yeah, like the Panic the the Disco guy with the highlights. Yeah, yeah. He's like a My Chemical Romance lead singer. <laughs> yeah, one of those. I don't know. But that's when they find the books. They find the Bible. Oh, the books. Yeah. You, um, you got that. Yeah, one, one starts he explaining. Would, he takes a Bible in his hands, like a hardcover one, too, and just rips it with his bare hands in half. And <laughs> books. Books. That's what started the whole apocalypse. Out of the whole apocalypse books. <laughs> he rips a full book like with his bare hands, like the. He was one of those kids that couldn't read aloud in class. <laughs> Whenever they call him on popcorn reading, he was just like, "Nah, yo, boys tried me." That's when you read like three sentences ahead at all times, just to make sure that when they catch you, you don't get caught slipping by like a big word that you don't know. Like intermediate pops up, and you don't want to look like a fool. You, you just got to start the apocalypse. It's the only way. <laughs> Let's get at. So, and then right after that is when he said, the world is dead. It raped itself. Raped itself. <laughs> right. Which starts his rape trend. We'll get to it later. Yeah. But so then the Templars ready. leave to go. He's ready to rape some people. Rip some more books. Templars have been raping since... Uh, since rape was since invented? Since 1500 BC. Is that when they started? Yeah, they tried to rape Anubis. They tried to rape like, Anubis? was like, I'm a god. <laughs> What is the history lesson? They try to like, the audacity. It's all like that. <laughs> Bro, I'm Anubis and you knew this. <laughs> you can't do this. <laughs> Let's not stay here. But yeah, so the Templars drive off to go rip up some more books somewhere else, I guess. And then that's when the Jawas descend on the uh, ruins. Oh, yeah, the sand people. <laughs> There's a bunch of just crazy looking dudes. Ransacking the place. Like, they just have like plastic stuff. bags yeah. on their heads, really. Yeah, same same type of outfit, just dingier looking, and they're just like the scavenging. Junk, yeah, the junkyard Jawas. They're just like looking for things that they can keep and steal. 
there on uh, what's his name's car, right? Yeah, that's when Scorpion shows Scorpion's up. Scorpion's car, yeah. Which yeah. is Scorpion's car. They try to make it. It's like, a futuristic twenty nine. They want to make car. it the cool. What it is? It's just like an like a seventies Dodge Challenger. Mm-hmm. He's got a skull at the front. Every time Scorpion shows up on the scene, it zooms in on the skull on the front of his car, and then it plays the same synth like yeah, like that. Awesome. And he also has just a big bubble glued to the top of it. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it... That the future like, car's got bubbles on it. That and a couple just like AC hoses. On the, the crazy road. thing about it too is it, 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 um, it descends in the beginning, the car. And then never flies From the again. air and he never utilizes the flying aspect of his car ever again. Like it's flying in the beginning. I'm like, yo, use that flying car. That's, that's going to be super useful. For the rest of the he's just like doing overt drifts and stuff in the Basically, sand. The design of the car looks like something that would just be like... Nailed to the wall at an Applebee's or something. <laughs> it looks it like something I would have made it as a, as a kid, like gluing a car to like a a case from like a twenty five cent machine. <laughs> Why do they really do weird. that? Like Applebee's and places like that, where they just like who? What company do they hire that just comes in and just puts a bunch of junk up on the walls? I don't know. Yeah, um, is it Applebee's that does it? Where they're just like, here's a license plate and like a bell that we found. There's a few of them. All those yeah. like family restaurants. Yeah, they're just like. I've I've always um what's it called Cracker Barrel does it too. Oh, well, I'm sure Cracker Barrel. At least Cracker Barrel um, has but a theme. I was gonna though, say right? I think theirs is like more themed. Applebee's like, is southern, just like random stuff they found in the dumpster out back. Applebee's is just like here's a rim. Here's an old handkerchief that we found in Jim's house. Here's some microwave taquitos. Yeah, just stuff <laughs> sticking on the wall. Here's a empty box of White Castle burgers. Um, but yeah, appetizer uh, special. Sc- <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so Scorpion is the is the Mad Max of this wasteland movie, and uh, he has his Mad Max interceptor, which is like you said, it's like a Chevy with a bubble on top. Um, he just like he chases him off. What is it? Or does he, he shoot him? That's, that's where he does he the shoots, shooting, right? There's two people, but he shoots six <clears throat> times. Yeah, yeah, so when he comes up with the car, um, a bunch of them run away, and there's like two scavengers left. And he pulls out his gun to shoot two of the scavengers, and they cut between the same uh, two shots four more times, so like equating six shots. And it's the same clips, and then they just keep like replaying the clip and then inverting it. So like they flip it so he's on the left side. And the <laughs> the person being shot is on the right, so he shoots the same two guys four times, and it looks like he killed six men. And it's crazy because they didn't even bother to do multiple takes; they were just like same shot. We'll flip the mirror. We'll like and mirror angle it. No one on the of the wasteland. Nobody's gonna. You might as well try. Yeah, but no, it was. I, it made me smile. That's why I was glad it was in there. It's like one of the things that I did enjoy from the movie. Um, but yeah, they're just letting you know, like this is Scorpion. He's a beast. He looks good like hands, good you know who guys. he looks like. He looks like Michael Scott when Michael Scott plays his Michael Scarn character in this movie. That's <laughs> threat, what threat level of. midnight. This, this was like a threat level midnight. <laughs> oh man, this um, what's that dude's name? Goldface from Threat <laughs> Level Midnight, the bad guy. Yeah, you're talking about Goldface, Blueface, Blueface. Hey, shout out to Blueface. No, Blue no, no, shout out to Blueface. You like his music? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just funny. Though. <laughs> He's so crazy offbeat. It's so funny. I don't know though. why. It makes me laugh. He's so the funniest hard. rapper in 2018. He's not trying to be funny though, right? Yeah. Well, no, he's not trying to be, but no, he's, he's just he's hilarious. But I'm saying like, no, he, it's not on purpose. He's not a comedian. He's bad at rapping. Yeah, like, I don't, and like, I think he's like, I'm good at it, <laughs> which is like crazy. He's not Ooh. like Little B, like where he's like, Ooh, I am a yeah. Jelly. I'm finna blow up bad. <laughs> <laughs> it must be jelly Cause jam don't shake like that Somebody Somebody This is probably like Old news Like not something that You probably something you've heard before But They had me dying the other day They like played One of his songs And somebody was like This man raps like Courage the Cowardly Dog <laughs> Like <laughs> Just like Like high 
<laughs> rumbling voice. I don't know. He do got funny. that voice, man. Yeah, he's, a, he's hilarious. Blue face. You should you should um you should go red face. No, you know Subu. All right, we'll move on. Brown face. Just nah, your they'll actual find some, skin too. They'll find some way to say that. Fucking talking about Indians or some shit. If you go red face? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Redskins are still a team. No one cares. Yeah, it's whack. People care, but no one cares enough to make a change, is what I mean. It's whack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people already got their commemorative cups. Yeah. Like, gonna... <laughs> you, can't, you can't return them. We're going to issue out new cups? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the cups, man. Hey. You better move on. Try getting mad about this cup shit. That's their logic, bro. They're like, I already got my jersey, though. What I'm going to do with my Redskins jersey? Look, man, they banned Colin Kaepernick for caring about blacks being killed. Yeah, it's They're weird. not going to change the name Redskins anytime soon. Yeah, it's it's like Cardi B turned down the Super Bowl. Where are we at? Uh, the same shot for the shoot. And then that, so his car gets damaged, I guess, in that attack. So he's got to go get it repaired. Oh, yeah. And he takes it to go see Lil. Well, we don't know that yet. He just pulls up. <laughs> Next to like a random RV, search shooting oh, yeah, at somebody. Oh yeah, and it's a little suspenseful scene. Yeah, he, he just gets, starts shooting at somebody, shooting a slingshot at him. He's a, shooting back with like real laser bullets. It's like a distant shootout. He's like emptying a clip on whoever's behind the rocks. And who's behind the rocks? But it's little Timmy, a small little boy. Little Timmy from um, a Christmas Carol. No, from what's the uh, yeah, yeah Christmas, Christmas, Christmas Story. Christmas Christmas Carol, the Christmas one where Carol. he's on the crutches yeah, and yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he dies. Carol. Yeah, so just that's a, just a straight up little kid, and when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's crazy! He didn't know it was a little kid. He knew it was a little kid." Yeah, it's he's his like, friend. "Good job, you're doing better." Yeah, it's like you're shooting at him with better the last. It's like you almost killed that kid. Like those are the same bullets that he just took out those Jawas with, and he's just like, "Yeah, almost got you, kid. Be careful next time you get your head blown off." <laughs> just like what? And then, yeah, he has a little Anakin boy that like knows how to repair. He's the expert. He talks cars. so fast. He the talks boy? so fast. I don't remember how he talks. You just talk like the little uh the little kid on um Indiana Jones. Oh the that kid's a great Asian. short round. Yeah, he was dope. Yeah. But he's not this guy's not as good as him. It's like he was yeah, trying this to is be no short round. He's yeah, not short round. I, I looked him up um last time I saw the movie because like he was real good and I was like I wonder if he like he went did on goonies to do a lot right? of stuff. He did goonies and that's it. Yeah. But <laughs> I was like reading the comic. I don't even think the age matches up. But they got me and it just showed like who I am on the inside. I like read a comment saying that he was Glenn from The Walking Dead, and I was like, "No way!" Because <laughs> like the age doesn't even match yeah, up. That's wild. But in my head, I was like, crazy. "That's definitely Glenn." <laughs> that would have been wild. <laughs> and I like looked it up. I felt like an idiot. That man's like seventy right yeah, now. <laughs> he, got, he got to be actually Walking Dead at this point. <laughs> He's old as um, Yeah. So the little boy fixes the car, and um, well, no, he's like, uh, "It's gonna take a little while, but I need to like take a look at what's going on." And he, like, opens the hood. He puts this, like, weird future tube and then just, like, a socket wrench. And he's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> future technology. Yeah, he just starts doing donuts it. in it. I can still fix it with a socket wrench. Yeah, so he fixes it and drives it back up. It just starts doing donuts. And the Scorpion's like, come on, kid. I need my car back. So then now we're at a Burning Man. Now we're at just some random street in Oklahoma or Nebraska or something. It's like, there's trees again. It's green. Yeah, there's mad grass. Were you looking at that part? No. Nah. So it's supposed to be a... um. You know, after like a nuclear holocaust, they're driving down a road that just has like 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 uh, lanes painted on it, <laughs> and, and there's like grass and trees around. I'm like, I thought y'all were in the desert. They made a whole big thing about being like, there's no king oh, out yeah. here in the desert, just the Templars. 
And they're just like by mad greenery. They got oasis in the middle of it. I don't know what was going on. I was like, all right, I guess this is just in the in the future. And we cut back to the Templars, I guess, chasing down what looks like an ice cream truck. <laughs> Trying to get those Why candy cigarettes. They needed that. <laughs> it was those spicy gummies. They're trying to hop on it. The, the Templars have such a weird agenda because um, I get that they're just trying to conquer, but they're like, well, they're not even, they don't it? even want to conquer. They just want to rape. But yeah, that's, I guess that's what it is. I, guess I don't know. Pirates. The idea is that, pirates of the is that they think that the nuclear holocaust proved that humanity isn't fit to have Earth anymore and survive. So though they have taken it upon themselves to kill off everybody else. Who better to tell us than the Templars? I have a clip of one giving us the Templar manifesto. Yeah, man. And he says exactly what it's about. It's the classic Templar. We are the Templars. The warriors of vengeance. We are the Templars. The high priests of death. We have been chosen to make others pay for the crime of being alive. We guarantee <laughs> that all humanity... Accomplices and heirs of the nuclear holocaust will be wiped out once and for all. That the seed of man will be cancelled forever from the face of the earth. Is that Bryson right there? How whack is that speech? What? A crime of he, being alive. He's whack. <laughs> I was going to say that they're kind of just saying we just want to kill to kill. We want to rape and pillage. Uh, so that's what I was saying. I didn't fully understand what they're. I guess they were just chasing down and being jerks because, you know, that's what they do bad guys, fun. bad guys, bad guying. I don't know, but um, yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting the way that they just portrayed them as like. Not, I felt like a big thing in the '80s was like trying to have like a overtly con- convoluted bad guy of being like, I'm doing this because. It's actually right because my wife was killed by a like it's always like something ridiculous and then this time they were just like nah them boys just trying to rape and kill they just like like this is this is just what they do for fun this is how they like to live their life but so yeah they're chasing down the ice cream truck and out of the ice cream truck truck pops out our love interest oh yeah what's that girl's name it doesn't matter Bridget no Bridget no we'll go Bridget Scorpion didn't know her name either um we'll go Bridget uh Bridget uh. Wearing like these like crazy big like Breath the Hitman heart <laughs> pink goggles, and uh, why is she is she what is she doing in that truck? Looking whack. I don't remember anything about her why she was they there. What she was doing? They don't say it. it. Yeah, she was she's looking just driving whack. out there in that truck. And uh, she was probably like Furiosa. Yeah, she's no Furiosa. Yeah, she wasn't Furious enough. <laughs> Furiosa actually did some stuff. Yeah, this girl was <laughs> the worst. She was whack. This girl is just sitting around doing that thing. The studio does not put a lot of investment into it. It's female characters. Nah. Why would you when you have a... You got Fred Williamson. I was going to say, you got, you, you got Fred Williamson. That's all you need. You need Wilma Williamson? You just got to throw, throw a couple of females in his path. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Bridget, which is the name that we're going with for her, uh, is being chased down by the Templars, and this is where uh, Scorpion intercepts. Do you remember the details of that scene? Because I don't. Yeah, I mean, they just... Just car chase. It's a showdown scene. over Bridget. They back the Templars back off. Mm-hmm. He takes Bridget, and then uh, he puts in his his little clear. Whatever oh yeah, that was is. the other thing that that I was um in '83. These boys knew that you could just plug in a, a flash drive into your car radio and bump some tracks, which is the yeah. It was out here deep. But they thought the flash drive <laughs> would be clear. It looked like a, a clear glass crystal. Yeah. yeah, it looked like a Fortress of Solitude crystal. He just like put it into his stereo. 
He's like, I love this. Started song. cranking some like dark Enya. This was my favorite crystal before the crystal stores closed down. The first woman he's seen in nine years. Like, you know what? You know what? <laughs> Feeling like. it. Uh, yeah, because he goes for it in the next scene where he like tries to rip off her clothes. <laughs> Isn't that the next scene after that? Yeah. Well, the next scene, part? yeah, is like. Yeah, it's it's a little, it starts off a little rapey, but then he like turns it into like I was checking your wound or whatever. Yeah, it's like, very oh. it's very Blade Runner that scene where he like kind of nah, forces himself bro. on her. That shit was weird. <laughs> it was weird. That's what I'm saying. And then it cuts to the um that uh, inflatable pool raft sex scene interspliced. Oh man, dialogue. that's yeah, that's the most bizarre. So um, he like grabs her shoulder and kind of like pulls off um, like one of her straps. And she, like, hits him. It's like, hey, chill out. And, like, pulls it back up. So he tries again. She, like, fights him on it. And then he, like, forcefully rips it off to reveal that he's trying to check on her arm where she got hit. Which, I mean, really... Yeah. Communicate that. Regardless. <laughs> yeah, you might want to let yeah, somebody yeah. know. I um, delete that shit. But uh, all it takes is for her to realize that he's checking on that. And she's like, oh, you're not like most men out here. A hero. Yeah. <laughs> you actually care about my arm. And so it's just him being like, you good? I saw you got nicked on the arm a little bit. She's like falling deeply in love with with Scorpion, and um, ba- like through their conversation about nothing, I forget what they're even talking about. They're splicing in these like sex scenes between the two of them, which looks like it's filmed like behind like a meat lock or something. There's yeah, like it's a so big weird. plastic sheet, and it's like a green tint. Oh, it's like you were saying. It's like they took the like three inflatable pool beds. Yeah, and then it it's made a pyramid out, out to show them. what they're actually having sex yeah. in, and it's like literally. His tent he lives in is just three clear pool rafts. Yeah, stacked up against each other, and she's just in there. just They're just like having sex on these weird pool rafts. The two at the top probably fall down like all the time. They just <laughs> spend half the time just propping them up. them back up. Uh, what protection yeah, does that provide? None at all. You get sniped right through there, Jack. Um, uh, they they the have like a little... just come up and just like unplug the... Uh, and just deflates <laughs> on them. This is the air. Like, yeah, just like looking around like, what happened? The boys are waiting for you, bro. Uh, And then this is their um, fire scene. Oh, um, we didn't mention, isn't it when he uh, interacts with her, doesn't Nadir pop up with his arrows from the distance? Yeah, he's watching. Yeah, because I think he shoots off off one arrow uh, in assisting uh, save... Uh, Rebecca is that what we named her? I forget what we named her. Bridget. Bridget. Um, he like shoots off one arrow to help, and you find out that Nadir, played by Fred Williamson, uh, has this like crazy armored, super tight headband and fi- yeah, explosion circulation off the top. Of <laughs> and he has arrows that explode. Uh, so this is the second time we see him. He pulls up in his like really loud car, and uh, he comes up, and apparently him and Scorpion know each other. He like runs up on him on the campsite after. Scorpion and Bridget have sex, and Bridget pulls her gun on Nadir. And he's well, first like, we gotta go over Fred Williamson's crazy accent. He oh yeah, play. yeah. Let's talk. I don't have a clip of it, but we'll talk about it. It starts as like a. It sound what it sounds like is like a freshman drama class doing <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. He's he's trying it out, and it changes every few moments. It does. He he goes in and out. Sometimes he goes like this kind of British accent. Other times it's just like him doing like a high pitched voice. Yeah, and other times it's just good old Fred being like. Yeah, like after his sex scene, it's just back to old Fred. Yeah. Like, you can't fake it then. He looks, <laughs> I'm very healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Fred runs up on uh, Scorp- Scorpion Bridge, and uh, Bridge is like pointing a gun at him. He's like, This girl with you? And he's like, 
Yeah, I told her to blow your head. Well, what he's doing is he has his like a crossbow thing. Yeah. And they do a very obvious. He's looking through the scope at her yeah. to just like zoom in on her body. So it's like he's see, like looking this at, is what you wanted in this. He's film, like right? sizing her up and down like oh. yeah, because all of a sudden now she's like half naked out in the desert, and um, uh, so he they kind of let you know that these guys kind of know each other and have a past of being acquaintances, but they're not like best buds. And he, so he's like kind of watching his back with Fred. Because he can't be best buds with anybody on the wasteland. Not on the wasteland, no. It's over. So, did uh, you see how he he uh, took that gun from her? He stuck his finger in the barrel. She's pointing no, a pistol at him. I did not. He goes see up that. there, sticks his finger in the barrel, and then just like throws it aside. <laughs> and then she gets all weak for some reason. She just like starts collapsing in on herself, and he's like, "See, she's, not so tough." It's just the '80s woman portrayal. As soon as a big man walks up, she just crumbles. So, um, <laughs> after he fingers the gun and pulls it off of her. That we go back to the Templars back at their base. Mm-hmm. That's where they're having that conversation and gospel weighs in. You got oh, recording. yeah. So, uh, the, um, the, the second in command, I forget his name, uh, and, like, his best buddy are, like, having a conversation where they're just, like, now that we know Scorpion's alive, because uh, it was it was believed amongst the Templar camp that Scorpion was actually dead, and um, since everyone saw him save her, like when from the ice cream truck incident, they all know he's alive. So there's like rumors going around, and they're saying like one, we should have killed Scorpion when we had the chance. So uh, two of the henchmen like go off to the side and create like a little side plan, and they're talking to each other, and then they uh, ask their buddy Gospel to chime in. I'm gonna play that clip real quick. you gospel mm. okay <laughs> gospel's voice he, where he's just like yeah okay they never show gospel and it's just a disembodied voice not, not only do they never show gospel but the other two characters never look in a direction <laughs> to like have gospel respond it's literally a character that they made up in adr because they realized in the very next scene when the two of them go out to fight there's a third guy with them and somebody was like we didn't we never named Nobody the third guy them. there was one there was the other guy <laughs> What about gospel? People are gonna be so confused that we we gotta give this third guy a name. We'll say gospel and you just spend have so much effort on the Templars someone, mythos. Have someone in the post production be like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm here, guys, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> I also want to say that on the character design of Nadir and Scorpion, they put these like crazy crotch pouches on them. Oh yeah, I don't know why that is. They have um, first of all, Nadir's costume in general is pretty nuts. <laughs> He has like a weird Power Ranger, like Wakanda outfit mixture. They where, what? They what? Fred choose his own costume. No, Fred definitely chose his own costume. Fred chose his own weapon. He was like, I want exploding arrows, and they're like, these just look like regular arrows, Fred. He's like, no, 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 they're they gonna explode. explode. <laughs> Are we in the future or not? It's literally just wooden arrows. This is a black cobra, but they explode. <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, yeah, also, so, he does no roundhouse kicks in this. Not a single roundhouse kick. Not even a punch, I don't think, right? It's just all arrow no, shots. No, it's just all arrows. Man, this man's just a... He's a long-range archer in this movie. Uh, yeah, so... He has also this, like, headband that... Calling it a headband is, like, an overstatement. It's, it's like, very thin bunch of pieces of rope tied, like, uh, those, like, friendship bracelets that people make at, like, camp. That's what it is. It's a friendship bracelet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it actually is a friendship bracelet, because it's way too small to fit around his head, <laughs> and it's just, like, digging into his forehead the whole... It's, it's fully, like, you just see, like, the skin around his head and his hair, like, poking out from how tight it is on his skull. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they, they're, they're awesome. Their costumes are nuts. Um, 
<clears throat> but, he was like two lamp shades glued to his shoulders. It's the most the most bulky, the most like crazy, inefficient, not stealthy suit you can have set up. But uh, the three of them get together and they basically are gonna like be partners in crime against whatever it is that they're trying to do. What is it that they're trying to do? They're trying to liberate. Um, well, they haven't gotten so they get to to those the, like main settlement. Yeah, yeah. that's like um, the guy with the, the ponytail. Priest, yeah, yeah, the yeah. priest is like in charge of. And they're like a Christian village. And that's when they have that tense encounter where they show up and the priest is like, well, they're not Templars, so let's <laughs> welcome him in. But then it's still like they have all their guns aimed at him and ready to yeah. shoot him. Um, but they end up getting welcomed in. This, this is where they have that conversation of, uh, between Nadir and Scorpion. Where, like, like what are these people? He's like, what, what, what do are, they speak of? Yeah, <laughs> and then there's like, I think these people believe in something called... They go, called... they are people of the sect. Yeah, people of the sect. They believe in something called God. God. <laughs> like, they've never heard of God before. Because all those Bibles got ripped off. Yeah, and they the just kept getting, like, half Bibles. One ripped, right? off, yeah, one ripped off all the pages that say the word God in it, so they're just like, what is this mean? Um... Although later they do the kind of... Although like, later he makes a Moses, a Moses reference. He makes a Moses reference and Scorpion makes a heaven reference. And I was just like, so, you, so y'all don't know what God is? Uh, but basically, um, uh, once they get to this camp, this is where they split off Nadir. And Nadir gets introduced to Vinya. Mm. Oh, you had her name. Yeah, Vinya, who's this girl. What is her job exactly? She's just like a servant girl or something? She's just like helping... Like move stuff or clean Second something. Second love interest. Yeah, I think but her official title. But, <laughs> but basically, she bumps into the like deer, and then Malone shoots her the look. His accent goes away. He's back to deep voice, Fred Williamson. You look like a healthy guy. You're lucky. You can be sure. I'm healthy. <laughs> Just in case, he he doesn't have those uh. Those uh, nuclear post-apocalyptic AIDS. Yeah, no, so Malone's, like, spitting his game with, uh, what was her name? Vera? Vinya. And, uh... Um, you look like a healthy guy. <laughs> and pretty immediately, him, uh, he, like, sits down, they, like, have a talk, and then at the end of it, he just goes in. Well, you missed the part where she, like, offers him a drink. It's clearly just water, and he goes, I haven't had this stuff in years. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. He was like, wow. Walking around nine years dehydrated. <laughs> I've been in the desert, I haven't had a single drop of water since ten <laughs> years ago. It's like, there's no way that's a thing. This guy's just like a superhuman. Uh, but yeah, he, he basically snash, smashes Vera. Is her name? Vinya. Vinya. I can't, I can't remember her name. Uh, he smashes her pretty quick, and like a few moments later is when Scorpion walks in on them. She's also just wearing this like weird fashion nova outfit, just like these like clear latex. Yeah, well, yeah, because at first he like tells her like sit down, and that's where you like see her full outfit, and it's basically just like a bikini with pants over it, but the pants are fully see through and clear. So it's just like it's just, just really those funny. things must fog up all the time when she sweats. Oh, for sure, it's oh. in the desert too. There's no way that any of those costumes are like graceful, especially that like clear um, body armor that. Uh, Scorpion's wearing in the final act. He just squishes and squeaks around. That's just noises. The, the noisiest uh, everything. Oh, imagine you can, that whole compound heard him getting it. <laughs> no, for sure they did. <laughs> they they were not. Popping bubble they were not in a building either. They're just like under a blanket in a tent. <laughs> like there's no there's no sound barriers there. They didn't hear the Templars come up. Cause no. Nah. Yeah, they're they're just in bed. Just but you can't hear the Templars over the squeaking of the plastic. Uh. What what happens after they? Well, after before they, they before he goes in for it, that's when he says, 
where she's explaining what the settlement is and everything. Right. And she's like, we we prophesied this and all this stuff, and our leader is going to lead us out of the desert and everything. He's like, don't tell me his name is Moses. <laughs> it's like, you don't know who Moses is. <laughs> he doesn't even know who God is. Well, he read that page. That page wasn't ripped up. <laughs> the page that says Moses' name. This is like, and then, Mo- and then Moses was told by, and that's right where the page is. Like, oh. oh, who told him? <laughs> it's like, he just never got to figure it the out. The Templars got me again. <laughs> Half education on him. Um, so uh, they get um, stormed, right? By the. Um, yeah, the Templars attack. They, um, they murder some people pretty gruesomely. Well, not yet. They got like. No, no, the Templars didn't attack. This is where they got Scorpion, because they captured Scorpion. Oh, right. They capture Scorpion. This this was like that first time that I went over like to the bathroom or something. So I missed like the beginning part where they were after him, and then I came back as they were capturing him. Yeah, well, what happens is Scorpion leaves. The settlement's like, stay with us, Scorpion. It's like, no, I gotta go on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm a loner. I'm Mad Max. I'm Mad Mark. I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> I'm Mad Mark. But he gets captured mm-hmm. by the Templars, taken back to the Templar compound. He's all like tied up and everything. And that's when we have that the weird pseudo the ceremonial rape, rape scene. scene. Yeah. Which, so uh, what happens is they have him tied up around his neck and arms. I forget the exact wording of it, but one is like, "Let us begin uh, the uh, like you know where like the somebody initiation. initiation." I was gonna say like when someone gets jumped into a gang, he's like let, like he doesn't say initiation, but he's basically like, "Let us begin the initiation." And uh, the long blonde-haired guy like pulls down on the which ropes. well he meant the initiation and the death like what he was saying is right. that he was gonna kill him but then like but then they, so they pull on the ropes to have uh, it's like that's Scorpion, not part of your core philosophy Scorpion bend all the way over and he like takes off that belt thing and like they very heavily imply that like Scorpion's about to get buttered and like well yeah the next like thirty seconds is just like cuts of quick faces like, crazy techno playing and just like yeah. jumps like quick jumps of everybody's face but like nobody's expression is like. Over, over these type of beats throughout the whole movie. This <laughs> is like showing people's faces and him leaning people over and basically looking like he's about to butt rape somebody. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a super bizarre. Like I didn't fully understand what was happening at all. And uh, but they get but it interrupted. Gets interrupt- yeah, it yeah. gets interrupted because they found the settlement. Mm-hmm. So then they all rush off, and it's just. Everybody rushed off except for like two of the lowest guys, I guess, that are just guarding Scorpion. Leave the henchman like, hey, behind the guard, Scorpion. How's yeah. it going? <laughs> Pretty weird, right? That was crazy. Uh, you want to talk about I that? I hope they don't initiate he me almost, like this. <laughs> he almost raped you, and I, I was they not. They still got room me. in that settlement? <laughs> yeah, my bad, dude. They did not tell me that was going to happen. <laughs> I thought we just killed people. <laughs> I brought you here. I thought they were going to stab you, and that was it. I had no idea this is how he gets down. Uh, yeah, so they, they find the camp. And um, this is where Malone and the and the camp of the godly worshippers have to... The final showdown. Have the final showdown with the Templars. Scorpion makes his escape from the uh, mm-hmm. the two interns. But he won't pop up until an opportune time later. Yeah. <laughs> so it's... The Templars overrun the village. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bows... We got Bob shooting his bow and arrow, exploding stuff. We have oh, the kid. Yeah. The he, kid is back. He catches, um, Bob catches a couple people with some crazy arrows that, once again, goes back to, like, Actually, that. no, the scorpion did come back, because that's the scene where the kid makes him the, uh, plexiglass right. armor. Right, Okay, yeah, so, um, yeah, the, the young mechanic boy that knows how to fix future cars is also a blacksmith, but for future technology, and he makes him, like, this gladiator suit out of, like, 
clear glass. But it's clear to make sure that the audience can see his nipples. Yeah, for sure. Because you got to show the scorpion's nipples. That's a given. They're just like, you know what? We need him shirtless, <laughs> but we also need to play up this whole armor thing. How do we do that? <laughs> Any ideas, guys? There's this new thing called plastic. Well, what we'll do is we'll make it clear because in the future, by 2019, all armor is going to be plexiglass. Everything's clear. The flash drives, <laughs> the armor, so the tents. If you can see through something, that's how you know it's futuristic. We're gonna throw clear pants on the girl that uh, Fred Williamson's gonna smash. We're gonna like just clear everything. Uh, the next time that we see Gospel, he catches a, a exploding arrow to the neck and his head just flies off. Like some of the um, practical effects on people dying, like someone gets caught in the chest and their body like implodes. And I was like, oh, that yeah, that was the one part of this movie that's like pretty enjoyable is like the practical effects on like a lot of the murder that they do. And I was like, oh okay. That's weird that that level of quality is peppered into such a weird and bizarre film. But I was like, hey. And the deer's got on this. We didn't see it before, but he has this like off-brand Infinity Gauntlet on. He does. Looks like it's got some like Skittles. Yeah, I didn't see that to the end. Yeah, he's got a couple of uh, Infinity Infinity candies on it. And uh, yeah, no, he's just out here murking people to the fullest. And the music just like cuts in and out. It'll play for like fifteen seconds and that's, cut off. Yeah, that's throughout the whole movie. On. It's so weird. They have like a certain score on a piece of the scene, and when that scene cuts away, there's no fade away. It just completely cuts, and then when you cut back to the scene, still in the middle of the song, it's pretty weird. So we have Mechanic Boy getting everybody with a slingshot. Mm. Bob's killing everybody. Scorpion's killing people, and the Templars are losing pretty bad. Oh yes. Most of them get killed. One runs off, drives off when he sees the ships are down, mm-hmm. and that other guy. Oh. Um, with like the Fabio hair. Yeah, I can't remember that dude's ha- uh, name. Call him Dave. Dave is stuck. Dave's, Dave's stuck, yeah. <laughs> so Dave is like, I'm losing. So what he does is he takes the six villagers. I guess mm-hmm. there was only ever like six villagers anyway, so. Yeah, which is a how that's going to play out to yeah. repopulate the earth, but. All dudes, one girl. <laughs> They're just trying to figure it out, man. Hey, no one's going to judge So us he holds no them hostage and it's just like, drop the gun or I'm going to just shoot them one by one. And Scorpion is not dropping the gun, so the first he shoots the priest, like the leader of it. Yeah. Well, he was gonna shoot. Um, oh, I bet he was gonna shoot Bridget. Bridget, but the priest jumps in front of her, mm-hmm. saves in, her in classic priest fashion. And then the son, like, goes to try to save the dad, and is like, "Father!" And then he gets shot too, which is pretty tragic. It's a sad. I mean, sad, we had no connection. It's a sad way to go. Yeah, so. we never met them, but it's a sad way to go. And then Scorpion down. chases down one. Mm-hmm. Spears him with the front of his uh, the drill. He's got like a drill on the front of his car. Yeah, he now. has like a weird, um, just like giant spear on the front of his car that rotates, and he spears one right through the stomach, which is a pretty. It was pretty intense. I didn't expect him to do that. I was like, oh okay. And it cuts back to the village. We have a zoom in on Scorpion in his clear armor, <laughs> just the most ridiculous costume, Nipples standing up. next to Bridget, also with a very ridiculous costume, and then the yeah, little she- boy like looks up at him. They hold hands, and it's like a. It's like a moment. Yeah, she has on like a weird like bikini and jacket combo in the desert, which is really weird. Uh, but yeah, that little boy looks up like, you wouldn't have been able to do none of this without me, Scorpion. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like, father, you're a dad now. Uh, he gave him like a, a, a freaking like the Punisher mobile and plexiglass armor. Like that dude is, he's like Tony Stark. I don't know. I understand why that kid's not like employed or like making whatever it is that they use as money in the future. Uh, really crazy, but yeah. So Scorp says he's gonna be a a dad now. I guess <laughs> he's just gonna raise this junkyard boy. 
His parents are nowhere to be found. Do they? Do they have, throw have like a throwaway line where he's like, "My parents are dead" or something? No. Or they just keep it light? Yeah. That's how you keep it light. That's good. Um, that's the way it ends, right? Yep. That's they it. just have their their fade out moment. Um, we're gonna we're gonna throw up a clip of somebody exploding or someone's head getting cut off. One of those like practical effects, and we'll throw it up on the website. But uh, this movie has zero internet presence on like Rotten Tomatoes or any of those type of websites. Um, how like, did we even get this movie? So, um, I found this movie at, uh, the Boys and Girls Club thrift store. <clears throat> I actually have a video of when I found it in the store, so I'll post that to the Instagram as well. But, um, I was, yeah, I was just at the thrift store looking through the shelves and I found it and I re- read, like, saw the name Fred Williamson. This was, like, maybe, like, four or five episodes after we did Black Cobra, so I was like, oh, man, freaking Black Cobra's in this. So, I think I, like, sent you and Brandon a picture of it and I was like, we're definitely gonna watch this movie. And we finally got around to it. Uh, we let Brandon pick the movie this week, so he was just like, "All right, let's go back to Bob Malone. I'm down for another Fred Williamson film." So that's what we ended up doing. But yeah, I think it was, <laughs> I think the price is on it, right? Uh, it was a dollar fifty. <laughs> it's not even like a re- a real um, DVD case either. It's one of those like thin ones where it looks like the label was printed like at someone's job printer. Dollar fifty with another fifty cents, you could have gotten two tropical fruity flames. That's probably the best. That's probably the better deal to go with, rather than Warriors of the Wasteland. I don't know. Um, I don't think we need to go (laughs) through the list per se. The only thing I would say about the list is that the special effects were surprisingly nice. The practical effects, I was a big fan of. Who's the best actor? I don't think Scorpion bothered me too much. I want to like Fred Williamson the most, but he's just the most over the top. So I can't. um... What about the villains? That's true. Maybe. Dave wasn't too over the top for me. I thought one had like a couple of scenes where I was like, this guy's like hamming it pretty hard. But um, Dave, Fabio here, I remember being like, yeah, he's pretty solid. The other villains were like a little bit like uh, Michael Jackson beat it style. Why? Who, who was your favorite actor? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know about the yeah. worst. Who do you think for the worst? <sighs> for the worst is probably, um, what's her face? Bridget. Yeah, I'd say she, so. She was just, like, the least believable. She had, like, that one crying scene where I was like, this is weird. It's just, like, one of those things where it was just, like, I think... They're like, eh, it's, a, it's an 80s movie, like, action film, and she's just, like, the damsel girl. They're like, you throw her in there, she'll yeah, have a couple lines. Totally fine. We'll put her in, like, half-naked outfit, and no one's gonna think about it, no one's gonna care. Uh, but, yeah, I, I didn't look up any of these actors to give them... That was an accidental air horn to give them a, any any shout outs or you negative don't shout outs. Besides that, what what was the message here? I was a little shaky on the message. So the Templars are bad. Don't kill everybody. I don't know what the message. Besides was. that, I mean, don't give up on your family even if the apocalypse happens. Being a loner is not worth it because Scorpion, yeah, Scorpion's like trying to push people away and be a loner, and that's what ends up endangering the community. Yeah. Because he's not there. And then the end sh- is they're, they're all together. So I think that was kind of the, uh, you know, we got to unite. They kept talking about the signal that there was like civilized society out there that they're searching for. Oh, yeah. There was this uh, myth. That's another thing that um, Nadir and um, uh, the, the chick that he smashes were talking about. She's like, do you really believe in the signal that there's somewhere uh, where everything is still the same like it was before? And like we'll find it one day, and he was like, "No, essentially, he's <laughs> like, no. that's the one thing that one says earlier on, where he's like, there's no one out there. We're the last people. We're the only ones left.'" 
And then, like, the very next scene, he's, like, ripping off Yeah, he's like, a village. all humanity is dead. And he's like, didn't you just go raid a random village? Like, you can't believe that. And then also be like, now let's go look well, for some people to people, pillage. people. <laughs> I mean, like, people that matter. Uh, but, yeah. Um, Giancarlo Preet, or Prete, or Pretty. I don't know how you pronounce that. But that's um, the guy that plays... Uh, pretty Boy Carlo. That's, <laughs> that's the guy that plays uh, Scorpion. He died pretty young, also. He died when he was like 56. Yeah. Hard living. That's how it is, wasteland. man. I gotta look up some... Uh... Inflatable pool raft. <laughs> Probably not great for your back. Definitely not. I had a review here that... Okay, yeah, here it is. Because <laughs> it, it just made me laugh. So, it's a 7 out of 10 rating uh, by a guy named Epitit. And the title of the review is The Ultimate Butt Pack! Exclamation mark. The cover of this little stinker has a bunch of punkers, none of which are in the film. So I went into it expecting a punk rock style exploitation flick from the late 80s and instead discovered one of the greatest things I've seen in years. <laughs> That's it. That's a review. It's just super weird. Another great Italian B-bomb. I do love a good B-movie filled with great humor and Fred Williamson. Bad English dubbing and some seriously senses destruction of life, limb, and personal belongings. It's a really weird reviews. They're all super positive though. Like none of them are like low ratings. Everybody's all about it. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, but yeah, it was an interesting movie. I didn't think it was gonna be this. Um... Soundtrack. We gotta give it up for soundtrack. Before before we do soundtrack, I do want to point out on IMDb there's a little note on it that says, "Spoiler alert: This movie contains a nasty gay rape scene." <laughs> it does. Well, I got. I mean, I guess that. I was, mean, it but, implies one, yeah, but I mean, you're, you're never really sure that's what it is. They just say it like if it does, but the fact that it says a nasty gay rape scene. <laughs> Wait, who is that? Like an official from IMDb? No, I think somebody. It's okay, like the area like, where you, you can't just call it like you can upload. You know how you can upload your own synopses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like somebody uploaded that, and like yeah, you can't just that's not IMDb, an official position. Like IMDb's one of them gay rapes. Thing. You know those nasty gays. What were you saying? You were getting back to numbers. Oh, just. I was just saying soundtrack was on point. Soundtrack was good. I can't even front on the soundtrack. Like Brandon was saying, it just sounds like at any point it's just going to watch him to beat it. Yeah, no, that movie, it had such, everybody was dressed like it was going to be beat it, had a soundtrack like it was going to be beat it, so like I'm, I'm all for the, it. Sometimes it launched into like a Planet Rock kind of beat. Mm-hmm. So that this one. This is a movie that could use like a um a comedy reboot, just like roasting <laughs> Mad Max and stuff like that. I'd watch it. I'd be down for it. Um, what else was there? That's, setting that's the setting was supposed to be a desert, and there was a couple of times where we were in a forest. <laughs> so, all in all, um, if you had to rate this movie, what do you? Think I had to rate it? this movie. What did we give? Black Cobra Three. Black Cobra Three might have gotten like a. I think I gave that around like a twenty-five. Yeah, I was gonna say I think I think it was like a twenty-five or thirty, I think for Black Cobra. And I give this. This wasn't as good as Black Cobra. It wasn't. It was a little more cohesive. It was more cohesive for sure. I think there was a lot more moments in Black Cobra where I was like, "This is great," like smiling. I don't know. I don't know if this was worse than Black Cobra three. You don't think so? I'm not sure it was. I uh, I don't remember Black Cobra three being. It wasn't pretty good. bad. It was pretty bad. It wasn't good, but. I think because a lot of it was like funny. I guess this was like stupid funny too, though. They're probably about the same. Then I would. I'll I would give say. it. I'll give it the same. 
I'm gonna say I think I said like 30 last time for Black Cobra so if that's the case then I'll say 30 now you know with the asterisk that like whatever I gave Black Cobra I'll give this but I'm gonna give this a 25 25 that's good we're gonna wake up I Brandon don't, I don't recommend you see it we're gonna wake up Brandon and get a number from him Brandon shook his head no Brandon give me a number out of 100% for this movie <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> Wake up, face the mic, and say a number. Brandon <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, usually falls asleep during the movie. This time he fell asleep after. Yeah, we're going to give it uh, 34 for Hitler's uh, popping up on the scene. 1934. 1934 is when Hitler popped up on the scene? Something like that. That's what's up. You know the numbers, man. I respect it. Um, so yeah, I think the general consensus is that this was not a good movie, but it was weird. And I don't know. It was like Mad Max meets Spaceballs. I don't, I don't know what this movie was. It was crazy. Um, yeah, not a whole lot more to say. Is there anything else you wanted to say about Templars before you go? <laughs> Watch out for them. They out here lurking. Are they still out here though? Is that a thing? Through business. Yeah. Technically to people. But they don't go by Templars anymore, do they? No. Who knows what they actually did back then, to be real. That's a fact. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's factual about any of that. Anything I know about that kind of stuff is either stuff that you've showed me in like frantic YouTube videos or like Assassin's Creed, <laughs> like the first three Assassin's Creed games. I don't know anything about that. All that like Illuminati, Masons. I mean, it gets deeper even though. All, all of that is just stuff I don't understand. Assassin's That's confusing Creed. to me. There's a Mason documentary on Netflix that I want to see because um, I think it's just called Inside the Freemasons. I legit just don't even know what's going on with them. Because, like, are them boys just, they're just, like, Masons? Like, as in, like, craftsmanship? Or are them boys, like, the Illuminati? Well, started off saying, as, like, uh, back in, like, the Middle Ages, it was, like, a construction-based, like, brick mason yeah. thing. And so a lot of their, like, symbolism and stuff is still, like, based off of that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. they have nothing to do with that. Now it's just, like... I don't really know exactly what. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm interested to look because like there's theories and I think I have a good idea. Innocent view of it. It's just like a bunch of old dudes get together, do their weird stuff. Yeah, just like a little club to hang out. Abusing their power to chill and like just be rich boys together. Yeah. But if you look at it from a more sinister side, it's like what are they really up to? Yeah, using their rich powers and whiteness to manipulate the game. You know, that's why Benjamin Franklin said it's all grind. I think back in the day, they were definitely, they were a more powerful force and stuff, and people were, like, they had whole political, major political parties just called, like, the anti-Mason party, because they were so worried about the influence. Well, these are the same people that did the Crusades, man. Like, they're not just powerful, they are the powerful, they killed people. Yeah. (laughs) And they ran around the world killing people. Yeah, In groups. Yeah. Join our church. Or die if you don't groups. want to join our church, you're going to die in groups. Yeah. This yeah. is off topic, but I thought of it because you said crusades, and crusades sounds like crucible. I was thinking it's about, so off topic, but I was thinking here about, we go. I was thinking about... Um, <laughs> that's me. Um, no, I was thinking about um, uh, those like witch trials. The Salem witch trials? Yeah, so... <laughs> for, I mean, it's a, it's a crazy thing regardless, but... <laughs> the fact and I have no major point about this it's just a weird thought the fact that like a lot of those witch tests were designed to be like oh like the burning at the stake or like the drowning stuff 
is like uh, you drown this person like to find out like if they're a witch and you believe them to be a witch this is how you like rid the world of a witch and then if they weren't you're like well they're dead anyway yeah like it's the craziest thing it was to books me. to prove that you are a witch versus prove that you're not right that's like they would do those things to you because if you're a witch like you would be able to like withstand certain things and then if you die in it it's just like oh uh, she wasn't i guess we were wrong <laughs> my bad like that's so crazy you know, to me. But i don't it's scary that that's that's not that much of a stretch to what that's just how people are like imagine change a witch to like terrorists no yeah yeah that's sure. exactly what we would do now yeah like people, waterboarding and well, stuff yeah you can't take a chance no, it's it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's kind of crazy because they're just like, well, the chance that she's a witch, we might as well just nip it in the bud now. Which is like you said, like with like people being detained and like treated as a terrorist, and you're not one. That's like that st- statistical thing about Guantanamo Bay, where like, um, um, I don't I don't have any numbers because I'm stupid, but. It was like a the Obama thing where they were like letting a couple of people out, like the, the whole Bo Bergdahl thing. Do you know mm-hmm. about that at all? Yeah. Where they were like um, letting certain people out of uh, they had like a couple of um, Al Qaeda members, supposed Al Qaeda members in Guantanamo Bay, that like a couple of them were uh, people were like unsure, like in the public opinion, whether this guy was or wasn't, and then a couple of them were named by Al Qaeda in an exchange for Bo Bergdahl, who's like the guy who. Um, like a bit, he like went AWOL like yeah. on a military base. Do you, you know that story, right? He like went AWOL on a military base. His story is that he did it to try to w- create a dust one, which is like the alert that someone went AWOL, uh, and he was trying to do it to like bring attention to like some people in his troop that were like some higher ups that were like doing some less than good stuff. Most people just think it was him tripping and like trying to run, yeah. and he got caught like, caught up by like by Al Qaeda. Like they captured him, they realized he was a soldier. Um, but it was, like, a very big thing where, like, Obama ended up making a trade where, like, they let, we let go a couple of Al-Qaeda soldiers that we had in captivity in, like, Gitmo to get him back. And then people were like, you just did that to get a traitor back? And, like, now we, like, have, like, two people that we, like, kept and probably tortured and now they're, like, back on the other side. And it, that was, like, a whole big thing. But um, the reason that I thought of it is because a couple of those dudes before they were named in, like, the letter of trade, like, to get Bo Bergdahl back, a couple of them were under suspicion of maybe just being dudes and not Al-Qaeda guys, and that it was gotten wrong. And then, like, Al-Qaeda basically sent a letter, like, nah, these are our boys, like, you could trade for us and we'll give you this dude back. I don't know, it was a really weird thing. I listened to a oh, podcast shit, on it, yeah. but it was, it was crazy. But, yeah, I don't know how I got there from that. America! Witches we were talking about, and then we were talking about... Um, Charles. How they were stupid and yeah. how they were based on proving that you were. Yeah. I don't know. There's a new Harry Potter movie out. If you like witches, go check that out. It's called Fantastic Beasts and the Crime of uh, Griselda. What's that dude's name? Grindelwald. You like the Harry Potter movies? Do black people like the Harry Potter movies? No, man. It's not a thing that's talked about a lot, is it? No, man. We're not here much. for the quidditchery. Yeah, I mean, if you go to like the Harry Potter screening or whatever, the people dressed up are usually all like. Yeah, what well, no, it's because well, we, we're not even in the movie. There's, a, there's the one black kid from. Uh, <laughs> but you can't just throw him water. Yeah, right? yeah, but, you'd be but like... that kid's hilarious though because they they let you know like we've got a black guy a couple of times. It's the kid from How to Get Away with Murder, that he like looks really weird. You ever seen him before? Mm-mm. But yeah, he's like the one black kid in Harry Potter. Um, 
Yeah. No, I mean, there's certain things that, like, reach a cultural level that's, like, really weird. Like, um... Imagine the competition for that role, though. Yeah. It's like, there's only, there can only be one black Just, like, a whole room of a bunch of black kids, like, auditioning. Imagine how cutthroat that is. You're just like, we're only gonna take one of you. We can't have more than one black person at Hogwarts. So, bring your (laughs) A-game. I don't play with magic. You don't play with magic? Mm -mm. I mean, it's fictional movie magic. Okay. <laughs> it's not like uh, evil magic, mm. except Voldemort, but he's the bad guy. Yeah. They're doing uh, there's a spell in that. Here's what I say to people who are like witchcraft and sat- Satanism, and that's why I don't mess with Harry Potter. First of all, I'm not defending it. I'm not a Harry Potter fan, mm. but I will say there's a, a movie that heavily has several scenes in that movie where the main spell is ridiculous, and it like turns your opponent silly. <laughs> It's not the kind of movie that a lot of people think it is. It's very ridiculous, and it's like a it's a it's a little dumb kitty magic thing. And every once in a while, there's a weird dude that like drinks the blood of horses, which I know that's hard. I to watched get around. the first two Potters, man. I mainly the first one, mm-hmm. but they were entertaining. I remember the big chess scene. Big like, chess scene. Yeah, they're playing big chess. <laughs> not chess. Dolly, not Dolly Parton big chess, but like big chess, like Pam Anderson chess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What a big one. That was uh That was the first one. The second one, no. First one. First one? Okay. It's been a minute. The first one is where Voldemort lives on the back of that guy's head. You remember that? Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. That is a plot point in that movie. Yeah, he's wrapped up in the turban mostly. Mm-hmm. Terrorism. Turban. Terrorism. The nine eleven that movie came out uh post nine eleven. The bad guy's wearing a turban from the jump. Yep, they did that on yep. purpose. Anyway, America. America. We'll see what happens. Maybe things will be better when Kanye wins the election, and then we'll uh, we'll figure it out. That's it. You got anything you want to say about the Warriors of the Wasteland? Get a final word in. Nothing. Nah. Nah, John. Um. Or if you want to say a movie you saw recently that was really good, we didn't do that. Real quick. A movie. Did you ever end up watching The Green Room? I didn't watch Green Room or Murder Party. I'll say the green room. Green room. That was a great movie. It's just like a wild ride, just like thriller about like neo Nazis, right? Yeah, well, it's perfect because there's just like they don't waste time on any like every scene, every like uh, what is it? every frame. Like there's no wasted frames. It's just like everything is important. That's just like an adrenaline packed ride, just the whole way. That's they cool. don't like waste time on explaining or like oh we need exposition here. It's just like here's the story. And here's what's happening. It. That's a good. It's like Anton Yelchin's last movie, right? And then, yeah, Patrick um, Stewart. Patrick Stewart is, like, is in it, and like I don't playing a who he is, playing but... a role that he's not usually playing. Yeah, right? yeah, that's interesting. Seeing him like in a negative light at all. You see, you see any movies recently? Mm. Of noteworthy. You said you saw Bird Box, right? That's a big. Well, let me let me movie. go back to Green uh, Room so real topic. quick. So, yeah. um, I said that because we have to watch Murder Party for this podcast. Yeah. Murder Party is like low budget movie from the director. It was like yeah, something like one of the first movies he made. That's just like low budget, but it's great. Dude gets invited to a Halloween party, and that's all I know. Probably murder happens. Um, how'd you feel about Bird Box? Everybody's like online oh, I talking saw Bird about Box, it. Both of you saw it, so you guys can both tell me. You haven't I haven't seen it? seen it, but people are acting like it's the craziest thing of all time. No, you know people why people have are acting no like it's cultural thing? reference? Yeah, it, I don't. This is my theory on all this stuff. So, Bird Box, what was that other movie that, like, got all viral and stuff on Instagram? Which one? It was another Netflix movie. Bandersnatch. 
That one too, and then that one. Uh, well, Bandersnatch makes sense to all because the boys I loved or whatever. That's the one. Yeah, Bandersnatch yeah. makes sense oh, because it's a new concept of interactive movie, Still. which I haven't seen, but I kind of disagree with it. It's like a game. Yeah, but I kind of disagree with that only because like, if that becomes the new normal for Netflix being like, and hey, we're gonna have a new interactive movie every year, I feel like it's like, if for someone who's making a movie like this is my story, this is my ending. It works for Black Mirror. Yeah, sure. Episode. I, I think, think it, it works. It, for it would be else. yeah. It would be frustrating for me as a screenwriter for them to be like, and also write a different ending in case people want the happy ending. And I'm like, I think the writer might have done. This it is my story. That's before, what I'm saying. If mostly it's, before. If it was it's like you Netflix. creating it from the ground up, then that's yeah. fine. But if it becomes a new normal, I think it's weird. It but um, to, to all the boys I loved before, what were you saying? This is my theory on those. Those are they're tied to Netflix. I think what they do is they specifically have like a viral marketing campaign where they make these memes so, and they like pay. People that are big on Instagram, whatever content, what do they call them? Kind influencers. So yeah, they pay them to go make these memes and put out all this stuff for these movies, and then it steamrolls. Like people are like, oh, mm-hmm. people are watching this. this is I'm I'm not in my head because I one hundred. Bird Box was not. A I one hundred percent agree on yeah. Bird Box because I remember the day Bird Box came out, me seeing memes of like people with like blindfolds on and, and me and it was like the caption would be like me after watching Bird Box on Netflix. And I remember being like, "What? Like, why? Like, is this like Sandra Bullock movie? <laughs> yeah, it's like why would this be the biggest movie? deal? Like, this didn't happen with like a Quiet Place or any of these other type of movies that came out. That's why I was like, this is super and the weird. The fact that all these are all tied to Netflix, to Netflix, films, which would know, which would be like yeah. up on how to do this. Stuff. And, yeah, and which is I was talking to Manny about that like two days ago. I was like, they're definitely having people be like, say you like Bird Box, like." And like just throwing people some. But you're cash. not getting knock like in our modern no, times. No. That's the way to. That's marketing. Do it. That's, That's advertising. Yeah. But yeah, I saw that to all the boys I loved. It's not a good one. It's not great. Who wrote it, Frank Ocean? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Frank Ocean and Tyler. No, it's um, it's based on a book. Um, it's that you've probably seen her before because she's famous off that movie. But this little Asian girl writes and writes notes. We talked about it on here one time, I think. But she writes. Uh, no, she wrote notes throughout her life to like five different boys she was in love with at the time, and then her sister finds that box of letters and mails it out to all of them at one time. So even people she no longer has feelings for or currently has feelings for, they all get the same yeah, letter from her. Yeah, it's alright. I didn't. The bird box was alright. It was just post-apocalyptic. Uh, don't open your eyes, right? That's what. That's about what I know. And that's about what, what I'd I say is it's it entertaining. Has... Yes, yeah, definitely. I'm watching. It. It's not a bad movie. I'm gonna watch it. I just don't want to rush to it because I don't. It doesn't look that you don't appealing. Need to rush it doesn't look that appealing to me. My my take is it's entertaining. It's like just, you know, it's not great. It doesn't change the genre or anything. It's just like it's there. Somewhat entertaining. Okay. It uh has some pretty corny acting. Has a lot of plot holes, but like you know, it's mm. a it's a movie. That's what's up. Well, I'm down for it. I saw um. The original Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time in a long time, like a couple weeks ago. I think I mentioned it to you. The movie's like a good movie, like a good movie. Like it, uh, when you go back and watch like Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween, they're like classic movies. So there's like elements you like about it, but like fully, I was like, this is a good movie. Like just a lot of the elements that they use and the way that like people are in the movie, and it's like legitimately scary. It's a little silly because it's like dated. But, like, some of the concepts are legit scary. And I was like, man, it's, it's been a while. But if you, if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. I know that series, like, completely went off the rails. And they have, like, weird oh, yeah, 17 sequels. But, no, man, I, I saw it and I was like, this is pretty good. And, uh, I mean, other than that, 
I just be watching like Daredevil and stuff, so I don't have a lot. Going well, so on. last thing, so as someone who like writes scripts and makes movies and stuff, mm-hmm. what do you think the easiest genre to make a movie from is? Um, if not rom com, um, not you won't be able to make a good one that people would like. But I think to make a movie that'll probably make you money and be in and out a horror movie. That's what I was. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. been my theory. Is that like a horror movie is probably the mm-hmm. easiest one to make. You don't even really need a scary concept if you hit the scary beats. Yeah, like that's the, what I mean. Like paranormal activity, and the stuff, suspense, like, the noise, like the jump scares. Yeah, yeah, you don't even need a scary concept. How do you just need a scanning camera mm-hmm. and something pops up? Like it won't. Know. It won't be like a technically on paper great movie but you probably make a ton of money just, yeah, just think about all like the bs horror movies that you see that like do great in the marketing and then you watch it and you're like oh paranormal activity being one of them you're just like you just need a couple of uh you just need to hit a couple of like you know common horror movie beats and that's it like you have a pretty much a winner that's why like i, I respect movies that like go off the beaten path like that and kind of hit you over mm-hmm. the head with it there's a movie i want to check out that i hear is really good called coherence and um from what i've been told I don't know how it twists at all, but it's like people are at a dinner party and something happens is what I've been told. So I'm like, all right, cool. It's not like the invitation or something. So I'm like, all right, I'll check that out. So I want to check that out and then I'll see. I think it's on Netflix, but um, I'm also going to check out Bird Box and I'll give you my update and take on Bird Box next time we sit down. Think about Bird Box as somebody who's, you've read Call of Cthulhu and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like that. That type like, of yeah. Oh, okay. There's a lot of they took a lot from it, but like unless you'd read it, you wouldn't. Pick That's up interesting. Uh, yeah. Is there an actual box of birds in this movie? Mm-hmm. It it was a weird title. It wasn't like a major plot point. Oh, uh, okay. Cause every everything I've seen in the marketing is just blindfolds and. Yeah, they really should have called it boats and else. stuff. Call and I'm like, like what's bird box? Like I don't something with the close sight. your eyes. That was the whole point. Don't Not look. really. They had a box of birds in like a couple scenes. It wasn't <laughs> a major thing. Somebody was just like, you gotta hit him, hit him over the head with an in- interesting title, Bird Box. Alliteration. Yeah, BB. Bird, Bullock's, Bullock and Bird Box. If you put your Netflix in Spanish, though, it puts um, Of the Blind. So it gives you a better, oh, a better title in Spanish. That's cool. That's what's up. Of the Blind. Is it like... Well, let me not ask. I don't want to spoil there. Is it ask just like shit. a don't... Is it just like... You know how like... um. In a quiet place, it's like don't speak or the monsters will hear you. Is it like a thing where like if you don't look at the monsters, they won't hurt you, so cover your eyes? Is that what it is? Damn it. Well, you can't tell them that. <laughs> I just assumed that was it. Though. That is that's definitely like I assumed, obvious. I assumed that was it though, and I was like, like I'm hoping it's eyes. a cooler. I'm hoping it's a cooler concept than that, but that's what I was assuming. It was. I mean, they 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 make what I won't tell you is that like why how that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, but it, it definitely makes sense for the movie's purpose at least. I'll check it out. And what if, did something dope? What if they, you can't see? Are you just that's interesting, you that's interesting concept. Uh-huh. I was yeah. say if you can't that's see already, like I feel like you're, you're just good. writing. You're just writing it already. I did say. They, <laughs> I, I will ask you since you did see. You know they they released like pictures of what the monster is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. Did you see? They don't it? show it in the movie. Nah. That's crazy. That's what's up. I'm, I'm a fan of that. That's I'll dope. watch it. I'll watch it then. They they, they actually they like, actually made a conscious I'm a, decision. I'm a fan of they made that. a conscious decision to take it out because that's a great idea. Don't define it. It's it makes it worse. If you ever seen the second Blair Witch Project, they immediately show you the witch. It's so garbage. Yeah. Yeah. After you see Bird Box, look up the what it looked like, and you be like, "That's okay. That's cool. Get I'm, that I'm interested shit in that." Out of here. What I was picturing was, 
I assumed it was like don't look at the monsters and then I was assuming there's a scene where Sandra Bullock at the end takes it off and it's like a stupid CGI monster it's something like, like that Man. that was gonna happen but yeah alright it was a dream though I'll check it out I'll give you guys an update on my thoughts of the uh, the modern classic social media smash hit bird box <laughs> it, has, it has MGK in it for some reason Machine Gun Kelly? He plays... He's definitely I think I did know that. Somebody told me that, I think. That's weird. He turned the camera and was like, Whoa! You just beef with him? He's a movie? major character? No, he's not. Oh. Honestly, I can't picture him supporting a movie. He has um, a big enough part that you have to notice him, though. Damn. That's good for him, I guess. Yeah, he's a bad rapper. Um, Alright, well, I think that's it. I don't think we have anything to add further. Um, But yeah. Everybody good? Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll do, we'll do this next time. Speaking of a paranormal activity, um, I was thinking of doing very normal. Who was act- speaking to that? We, we were earlier. Oh, you must have been toned out. Like, um, we were we were talking about doing very normal activity the last time you were here. Yep. We might do that next time. We'll yep. see. We have. To. <laughs> I have it written down on the list. You just want to watch it? <laughs> yeah, for oh, the podcast, yeah. either that or uh, Sunday School Musical. But uh, we'll get there. Uh, anyway, thanks for chill out the bargain, boys. I'm Ray. I'm Payne. I'm John. And um, tune in next time. Don't look at the monster directly. Triple B.